It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. That's the cue to talk here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Another exciting day because we're going to take a look at the uh, games that actually start on Thursday. Got another Thursday, Friday week for you. We're doing uh, quads. Yeah. Uh, is this our first week in uh, uh, in our history with four high school football games in a I'd week? have to go back and look, but it might be. It, actually, no, lot. you know what? We, we did do some four-gamers last year, at least twice. We had a Thursday, oh, two on Friday, and a game sad. on Saturday. You're right. You're kinda, right. Kind of set up. This is the first time we've had two on a Thursday, two on a Friday, where it worked yeah. out for us, and we're excited about that. And, of course, the picks segment is coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it'll be the first time in the history of picks that Brady will be able to gloat at least a little bit. I know. I'm leading right now. But uh, before we get into all of that, I just want to do a couple, I guess I'll call them house cleaning uh, little things before we get into all the, the projections and the matchups. I just wanted to say, we only scratched the surface of that Bishop Sycamore story. So here were some other facts. So He's obsessed with this, but it's oh, it, funny. It is one of the weirder stories you'll ever see. So if you didn't, go listen to the last segment of our last podcast. That'll get you caught up. Okay. So ESPN couldn't verify any of their players. We all know that. But here's the thing. A lot of those players were like 19 or 20 years old and former JUCO players. They weren't even high school eligible. They were overage. Bishop Sycamore is not a member of the Ohio State Athle- Ohio High School Athletic Association. Um, their head coach has an active arrest warrant. By the way, he was fired uh, yesterday, but who fired him? Yeah, like how can you be fired from a program that doesn't exist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see what else what, what was there. Um, their address, like you know how you go on like the MHSA site and it'll say the address for the school. Well, if you go to their website and look at their address, it's a duplex somewhere in, uh, I think, Columbus. <laughs> um, it just kept getting weirder. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see anything else I can find on this, but... Uh, yeah, that was the biggest update. There's no school. No one w- went to any sort of classes. They didn't have a home stadium. Uh, but here was the other, what I thought was hilarious. They were called, I believe, Christians of Faith before that. Now, if you are raising an eyebrow and going, oh, where have I heard that before? It, it kind of ties locally. They played Detroit Catholic Central and Brother Rice as Christians of Faith Academy. And they beat Brother Rice 14 to 13 a couple years ago. Really? Yes. Using 20-year-olds. Yes. But they went 1-11 that season. And their one win, which I believe is their one win in the history of their school, was against Brother Rice. Slash not a school. Yes. (laughs) The history of their team program. Anyway, there's that. And then um, the other thing. I wanted just to mention real quick is I, if you saw yesterday, um, it was announced I'm doing some games for Wayne State. Uh, don't worry, I'm staying here, so I'm not leaving. But there will be two games I will be missing, but we've found very, very capable, probably more capable hands for uh, to fill in for me that week. So it's week six. walking out to the corner and a couple of uh, guys – <laughs> walked by and I just said, hey, you want to do some games? And they said, yeah. Oh, no, we got much better talent than that. <laughs> we have premier talent filling in. We'll have Paul Costanzo. He's uh, week four. And then the one and only Matt Shook 
will fill in week six, I believe. Or is it flip-flopped? It's, oh, it, uh, it is flip-flopped. Flip Shook's first. Shook's and, doing the northern game against uh, Lakeshore. I believe so. And Costanzo is doing uh, Saints St. Game. Clair. Might Tau, be Saints, no. Saints Cousineau. Saints Cousineau, yes, I believe. So just wanted to throw that out there in case any of you were wondering what the status was on that. So if I'm gone. I wasn't, but then I knew I'm kind of yeah. on the inside here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you kind of <laughs> have the inside track. Anyway, this intro has been too long. You have anything else before we send it to the break and then get ready to preview the games? Nope, we're going to preview the games next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, Dennis and Brady, the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Let's start in the uh, Macomb Area Conference Silver uh, and let's start with uh, a game that I, I don't think we're going to talk a lot about. Uh, Marine City's at South Lake. The Mariners fresh off a big rivalry win over St. Clair. And, yeah, they're going to beat South Lake. Yeah, um, unless something happens or unless somehow South Lake's defense is just that good. I don't think so. It's uh, I feel bad because it's kind of like the plight of uh, Marine City is like, you look at their schedule, and because of their league and some teams being down, they're probably not going to get talked about as much. Well, they're just good, and we just kind of get used to the fact that they're good and that they do things a certain way. Yeah. And your expectations are they're going to execute. They aren't going to make a ton of mistakes. And they're kind um, of upset, uh, knock on wood. I'm sure the, the, the Mariner fans and coaches are yelling, stay away from the rat poison. But they're <laughs> upset proof, it seems like. Because in the BWAC, no one is. When like teams like PH Marysville are on their good years, sometimes they'll lose a game you feel they shouldn't. Uh, but Marine City, again, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. When was the last game they lost? You're like, ooh. That was not a that was a bad loss for Marine City. Well, I mean, it's just that that's the point that I was going to be making. I've been covering them since 1995, and of the games that they've lost, number one, it hasn't been that many. Number two, 95 percent of them, you were shocked. You yeah, were like, like oh, like looking back, they lost that game. They lost to a seven and two Sterling Heights team that maybe they should have beat, but. Again, besides that, that's even not that bad of a loss. They're just well-coached, disciplined. And if I don't know if they're going to continue to use Charles Tiger on both sides of the ball, but if they do, that's going to be a problem for teams. If they keep using Wyatt Walker, raise your hand if you had Wyatt Walker scoring three touchdowns in the opening game. Now put your hand down unless your last name is Walker because you're a liar. <laughs> we expected him to maybe have like 30 tackles, but not three touchdowns. So it's just... Every time there's a new a new trick up their sleeve, a new wrinkle, it's it's just not fair 
for, for some opponents. And I know Southlake had a low-scoring double overtime game in week one. I'm not putting a lot of stock into it. No. Not against Marine City. Uh, against other teams, yes. It was against Lutheran North. Um, I don't know. How often does Southlake defend against the wing T? How often uh, does Southlake play the quality of opponent that is Marine City? And what's Lutheran North? On a good year, they're going 6-3, and 7-2. and two. Um, They, lo- again, lost in double overtime. You went to overtime 0-0. I'm sorry, you got to score points to beat Marine City. You're not holding them to under 10 points or anything. I, I mean, I feel like, again, I feel like we should talk about Marine City more just because they're Marine City, but there's not a lot to say here. They're going to score points, and if Southlake can't score, I highly doubt Lutheran North's defense is that much better than Marine City's. In fact, I'm going to say it's worse considerably, and yeah, I think there will be running time in this game. The only thing is it is down there, and I believe they have a grass field. Who knows? But Marine City. Yeah. Uh, Marysville's playing center line this week. The game's uh, at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. Uh, and if ever a team needs to step up from week one, it's the Marysville Vikings. They need to put week one behind them and just go, okay, let's focus on center line and let's try to, to beat the Panthers. Uh, center line did win in week one, 13 to 12 over Voyager, which tells me nothing. Yeah, yeah, another game similar to Marine City, except that Marysville needs this win. Uh, Dennis, you've seen a lot of football. You've seen a lot of week one football. Is this a situation where everything went wrong for Marysville, they weren't ready, and maybe this is a game that gets them focused and they take down center line and, and they kind of take it to them? Or were those mistakes deeper than just not being able to get a snap were they not correctable mistakes? Is, I, I guess is the question. I'm hoping that they were correctable mistakes. Uh, I'm 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 actually hoping that maybe it was a little bit of nerves early mm-hmm. on in that ball game, and that the, they'll have all that worked out. Look, let let's face it. This could be the most telling game of the season so far, and I know we're just into it. But okay, if Marysville loses this game, the general consensus is ooh. Marysville's not very good this year. If Marysville wins this game, but it's close, you're like, I still don't know about the Vikings. If Marysville goes out and wins the game convincingly, you're like, okay. Week one was not going to be the norm. Yeah, hopefully that was an aberration for Marysville, although Northern might be damn good. Uh, Yeah, going in, and then you have Marine City on the horizon – you need to win this game because you don't want to fall 0-3 because then instead of, oh, it was just a tough two games with Northern and Marine City, now that's kind of the overarching theme of the first because that's the third of your season. You don't want to be 0-3. Yeah, and how important is it for Marysville to get off to a good start and not sputter like they did against Northern? Yeah, that that's the thing. I think they have to be in attack mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this game, and they have to, to take it to, to center line. think that this is the, the game where the Sakuchis can kind of break out and show the area what they can do. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think this is a perfect week to opponent for Marysville, considering what happened to them in week one. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree, but I'm going to be watching this one closely as I get updates throughout the night because center line is a team they should beat. It's a bronze team. 
They've struggled the last two years. The only team they beat last year was New Haven. Um, well, actually, sorry, they beat Clawson eight to seven. Um, but a, a thirteen to twelve win over Voyager does not inspire confidence in me. In fact, if you look at Voyager, they ha- they've had like one winning season in the past nine years or whatever. Um, by the way, Voyager takes on Warren Michigan Collegiate, so that's yeah. Just, good luck with that. Yeah, that's one to keep <laughs> keep an eye on for uh, Port Huron's Week Nine opponent. Yeah, but. Yeah, if Marysville struggles, like, even if they win this game, like, 23-20, that's going to be a little disheartening for me. I want to see a strong performance from the Vikings, and if they don't give it, then that's going to signal something I hope isn't true. All right, moving over to the gold, and I'm interested in in hearing what you want to say about this because uh, you've seen the Saints, and uh, and it was against Marine City, so Mm. that factors into – that result as well. But St. Clair has got Lakeshore this week mm-hmm. uh, at East China Stadium. Uh, Lakeshore's opening game was a wild one. They scored 36. They gave up 51. Yeah. What, what do you, where do you put the Saints in this one? I, it, I mean, it's backs up against the wall, let's be honest. Um, St. Clair wants to be a team that can compete. They have to win this game. Very similar situation to Marysville. Next week, they're playing Roseville, I believe, down at Roseville. I like St. Clair. I like a lot of the kids on the team. It's going to take a Herculean effort to beat uh, Roseville down there. You can't fall to 0-3, especially with a lot of question marks on the schedule. We think East Point is going to be a winnable game. We think Cousineau is a winnable game. We don't know where another you know game where they are a decided favorite is on the schedule. They beat Lakeshore. Okay, week one, it was the Marine City factor. They, they always struggle against the Mariners. Fine. Not a problem. You lose to a Lakeshore team that, yes, is in a higher division, probably misplaced, should be in the blue. Then I'm worried about the Saints. The good news is for them, again, all year, they don't have to get to six, seven wins to make the playoffs. They get to four or five. They're good to go. They're they're playing postseason ball. And I, I kind of wish I could see this game in person. Because I'd like to see how they do it. Are they going to get a little more creative offensively? Um, are, are they going to just keep like hoping Luke Ellis, who I like as a player, but Logan Ellis, I'd like to see him get a few more touches. Ethan White, when he did touch the ball, averaged seven yards a carry on seven touches. That's what I'd like to see is a little more creativity. And let's see how that offensive line responds because you know, Marine City – defensively was all over the field and kind of had their way. The, the Saints offense only scored six points. The other six came on a, a Logan Ellis kick return for a touchdown. Well, that, that's the thing for me. I, I feel like St. Clair is going to score in this game. I'd hope. I mean, so my, like, like my question said. is, is did they give up 43 points because they were playing Marine City? And did we not get a, a true example of how they can play defense? And should I expect them to shut down Lakeshore or, you know, was Lakeshore's point output legit? And I don't know. I, I, I can see where this could be a pretty high-scoring game and maybe the team that, that makes the extra stop wins. Well, if you remember Lakeshore from last year, Dennis, they didn't really have a complex offense. They had the one running back that they kept feeding the ball to, feeding the ball to, feeding the ball to. Yeah, you only needed to know three names on their team. Yeah, it was really easy for us. I'm calling the game. But uh, Lakeshore is a... Yeah, they're usually like 
an all right team, but they're a team. If you are a playoff team, you win this. It's at East China Stadium, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's this is a must-win game. I, I'm challenging the Saints a little bit here. I want to see them step up. I hope we come in on Thursday night or yeah, Thursday night when we come back in and, and record our podcast and go. That's a nice win. They're back on track. It was the Marine City, the whole thing with them that they were just well prepared. And Marine City's that good. Sim- a very similar spot to Marysville because you drop this one. Roseville's on the horizon. That is going to be a gauntlet of a game. All right. In the uh, blue, Northern uh, gets a, a home game now on Friday. And initially, they were going to East Point to play on Thursday. Now East Point's coming to Northern to play on uh, Friday. Uh, the Huskies were terrific last uh, week against uh, Marysville. East Point lost their game on uh, Saturday uh, to River Rouge, who's really good. But could have been a hundred six to could have been a hundred yeah. to nothing. If you look, it was like forty two to nothing in the second quarter. East Points lost everyone. They have no kids. Um, I, I wish this was a little more interesting matchup, but unless Northern just are completely frauds, and I don't think they are, that's the only way they lose this game. And they played the best game of their season against Marysville. No, they should they should roll East Point. Um, yeah, East Point, I, I don't know who they have back from last year. I know they lost Tayshawn Trent, a guy that's a Mr. Football candidate. He's going to Michigan. Um, I know they lost a lot. You, you, you play River Rouge, you lose 56 to nothing, and it seems like they just kind of let them bleed out at the end. If, you're, if you want to be one of the top teams in the area, and I think Northern has a chance to compete for that, you beat East Point, you do it convincingly, and you let the the second half should take 25 minutes. <laughs> well, we'll see how that one goes. And then this game interests me. Port Huron High, Warren Woods Tower. We'll have it for you on Thursday night on Stream 1. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. The uh, The Big Reds, uh, talking to Coach Dan Perkins, uh, I saw him at practice this week. They were pumped going into the locker room at halftime at Stony Creek. They were down four, and they were going to get the ball first. Uh, and and they were really excited about the way they were playing. And then in the second half, the first two series went wrong for them, and they just momentum completely shifted, and Stony Creek smelt blood, and it just kind of snowballed, and it got away from them, and that's kind of where you're at with a young Mm -hmm. team. He's like, if we have more seniors – Maybe that doesn't happen to us. Maybe things settle down. Uh, he said on the second drive, they went for it on fourth and one on the other side of the, the 50. Uh, and he, he's like, if we get that yard, even if we don't score on the drive, if we just get that yard and keep the series going, maybe it's a different outcome mm-hmm. there or, or whatever. But, but he's like, we got a bad penalty on our first drive and had to punt and they got the ball and scored right away. So now we've given up a, a quick touchdown, and that, and then we get stopped on the fourth down play, and they get the ball, and they drive on the short field, and bang, it's another touchdown. And now all of a sudden you, you were four points down, and within a few minutes you're 18 points down, and it just got away from them. Yeah, and that's kind of what we feared might happen. But Stony Creek uh, arguably is the best team on their schedule. Uh, I mean, Roseville maybe, but... Uh, but Stony Creek is a very talented team. So you come back, you play Warren Woods Tower, who was in a very similar situation to you, playing a Zealand East team. 
you, you they're coming up to you. You want to compete for the blue. You want to host a playoff game, win this game. I know Warren Woods Tower is a couple really good athletes. Well, they got on one, they've got one guy that plays every situation. Uh, and Coach Perkins said he was only off the field in the Zealand game for five or six plays. He plays offense, he plays defense, he plays special teams. He's always out on the field. So he's kind of their guy, and as he goes, they'll go. Mm-hmm. And I guess he had a really long, exciting touchdown play in the game. Yeah, I um, looking at this. But they it, had a similar game. They were down, I think, 17-8 to eight at the half. And then, uh, it, and got, then it, it got away. But also, the other thing is uh, Zeeland rushed. They had three backs. I don't know about the rest of the team, but their main three backs went for 386 yards geez. or something like that. I'm, I'm going to assume. 358. Um, it was 358. Looking at the D zone, I'm assuming he's talking about Amari Embry. Here's his positions he's listed at. Cornerback, safety, wide receiver, running back, kick returner, punt returner, quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't come off the field. No, no. Um, so he's going to be an athlete that uh, could give the Big Reds fits. Uh, but, no, I don't – this is going to be a tough game because Warren Woods Tower is a team that goes up and down, up and down, and you, you never know. And you mentioned a young team. What if Portier and I fumbles on their first drive? What if, what if they throw a pick? Or they give up a big touchdown and they're down 14 nothing, and it's the end of the first quarter and you're going, okay, who's going to step up and, and say no more? Something we kind of talked about before when we were discussing the Big Reds. Uh, and last year, it happened against Roseville. They came back, won it by a point. Will it happen this year? Well, I don't know. It's, man, you go to their practice, Brady, and you stand there down on the sidelines mm-hmm. and you see how bad big they are Mm -hmm. and you see how athletic they are and then you watch them run some plays and you watch Amari run a quarterback draw you watch Gabe Mose hit the hole you watch Ashford leap up and make a catch You, you watch some of these kids do what they do and it's really easy to become a fan of the big rats. I mean, you just see what they have. And now it's just when they get it together on the field, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think maybe they can get it together on the field this week. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to think this game might have the, the potential to be one of your favorites where it's just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And it's going to come down to what teams can hold them to a field goal or what teams can hold them to, to maybe get a turnover, which is weird because both teams combined for like 35 points in week one, but they were playing two really good teams and they have explosiveness. I, I think you're going to see a really good game Thursday night, Dennis. Uh, I just I hope the Big Reds can win. And I'm leaning towards them right now, but I haven't penciled them either one of these teams in for the pick segment. All right. So we've got uh, the uh, Macomb Area Conference. Look at uh, real quick. Anchor Bay's got uh, Dakota Ooh. this week. That's you know a what? big test for Anchor Bay. Yeah, and- but th- th- they did well on the road at Pioneer last week. Yeah. And if they, if they win that game. You know what? You have to go all in on Anchor Bay. Even if Dakota did, they lost to Brother Rice week one, but everyone does except for Christians of Faith. <laughs> that is your new 
favorite thing. It is. Brother Rice might have only had eight guys that week because everybody was <laughs> out with bubonic plague or something. <laughs> anyway, we got the BWAC games coming up. Um, I met two of them this week, and I was uh, well-traveled yesterday going around talking to the coaches, getting the pregame interviews. So little little production secret. We don't actually interview them when they air, even though we talk like it. Uh-huh. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. 
That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, the Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast here, brought to you by Tri-County uh, Equipment. And let's uh, head into the uh, BWAC now. Uh, I, I like the BWAC. They're into league play already um, because there's so many teams. Mm-hmm. There are eight teams, so seven weeks. And I, um, and I like the way they set it up. Week one and nine are, are open, and then – so. Uh, I actually asked a couple of coaches about that. They're like, yeah, week one, you can get the test if you want. And week nine, because BWAC, you just beat each other up so much. You can maybe get a less physical opponent if you want. Or you can try to get that last big game before the playoffs. So yeah. they, they really liked that uh, that dichotomy. But I like, so there's four games every week with these eight teams that, that we love to talk about. And this week is fun because they broke it up. Two games Thursday, two games Friday, which gives us an opportunity to see some BWAC action uh, this week. Going to start with the games that we're not going to see, but I kind of wish we could. Uh, and I want to start with Elmont at Yale. Elmont opened with a loss. Yale opened with a win. What do you think of this game? I think this is maybe the most interesting game on the card. Um... Elmont lost to a perennial state power. Like, I didn't realize how dominant Monroe St. Mary's has been in D6 and 7. Last 21 years, 18 times in the playoffs, five trips to the finals, two state championships. Yeah, and the years they don't go to the finals, they rarely are out in the districts. Um, So, and a 25-0 loss, that doesn't tell me a whole lot without seeing the game. Was it, like, 7 nothing at the end of 1, 13 nothing, 23 nothing, then they got like a late safety or something. Or was it 20 to nothing after the first quarter and both teams just slugfested it out and yeah. That's a tough one cuz Yale went down and after the first play didn't give up any points. Again, two very different teams they played. Yeah. And Annapolis it has had 11 straight losing seasons, and they're 23 and 73 in that stretch. Again, and I don't want to take anything away from Yale's win. Right. They, they went down there and they did what you're supposed to do. Yes. 
But so, difference going to Annapolis to going down to Monroe and playing. And here's Sanders. what the bigger factor is: uh, they play at Yale Park, and Yale Park might be the least liked place to play. Might not be the toughest, but the most. Uh, like if you ranked BWAC stadiums where teams want to play, I bet you Yale Park finishes eight out of eight. <laughs> um, that has something to do with it, and. I know I might be overstating this, but there, there's got to be something for a team that that's feeling good about themselves and and is and is coming within with momentum and positive energy against the team that struggled last season and opens up their season with a loss. I don't know. This game might be more interesting than people would think, and we would have thought uh, just two, three weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, th- this is a good game. And, again, it's one of those games you're going to look at it and be really interested to see not only who wins but what the score is. Right. Like, could Almont just go there and do what Almont does and beat them by 35 points and it's 42-14 to 14 final and you're 42-7 final and you go, all right, well, yep, everything's shaking itself out. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that. I'm – I. Yeah, just the way these two teams have been trending. Again, I know their opponents say a lot. And again, what if Almont played Monroe St. Mary or Almont played Annapolis and Yale played Monroe St. Mary's? We might not even be thinking about this as a game. Exactly. Exactly. Armada Algonac, uh, two teams that won last week. Algonac's win certainly impressed uh, the media down in Detroit. They mm-hmm. got him ranked number three in D6. Uh, in in their polls, and I saw Armada play, and they just dismantled Clausen. Yeah, and I like Algonac. I think they're going to be a nice story, but I mean, you mentioned the size of Armada's line. Do you think Algonac has enough to stop Armada from playing bully ball? Like, let's be honest. Algonac had a nice win against Warren Lincoln. Warren Lincoln is all right. If Algonac doesn't have the hosses up front or the linebackers to make the plays, and Armada can get and give it to Conan the Destroyer yeah. and just go for six yards of carry again, that's going to be tough to stop. It, does there come a point, though, like where it works against Armada? Like, you know what's coming, and they dare you to stop it. Well, that's one game, and Maybe they just want to keep everything close to the chest because you look at Armada's schedule. Maybe they want to, hopefully they only need to run the ball the first two weeks because they play North Branch week three and Richmond week four. That All right, that's when they unload it. They're using 15% of their playbook because that's all they'll need to use. Or maybe they're just going, we have a big line, stop us, and once you do, we'll we'll go to something else. But until you do that, we're running the ball down your throat. Certainly it was a game plan that they knew would work against Clawson and they worked it to perfection. Mm-hmm. So uh, that they got cute the first drive and then they went. Well, yeah, they, they did a little. They ran down to the ten and then they did the little rollout pass and it was underthrown and picked off. And they're like, "Oh, okay. Oh, we tried that. We'll run." Yeah, and then they never got stopped again. Yeah. So Algonac there uh, is this game in the swamp or at Armada? That's at the swamp. So that's another factor too. How long of a drive is that for Armada? That's not too bad, is it? No, it's it's not terrible. But uh, it's not supposed to be too humid, I think. Um, I can double check. So I, I think we might actually be getting into some cooler weather now. I which think it, is it may have broke. let's 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 get to the ten day forecast on the Weather Channel. 
Um, Just don't let it start talking to you like it did last time. Oh yeah, it did. Good thing. Thank you. I'm gonna mute. <laughs> I'm gonna mute my my uh, thing. Wanted so. to have a conversation with Brady about the weather. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, looks like the ten day forecast. It's saying, um, yeah, seventy four sunny. Maybe a little windy in Algonac, but but nothing bad. So good football weather. You're not going to be sweating just existing like you were last week. Well, the thing about Algonac, uh, too, and I think it's because they're so close to the, the bay there, uh, it always seems to be a little bit overcast. Mm-hmm. So th- I think that helps, too, keeping the sun off you in the first half. Yeah, and, and a team that runs the ball, well, that wind's not going to affect them at all. Yeah. No, not at all. Richmond, Imlay City. I know Emily City's coming off a tough one against Durand. I was out there. Um, the Rojas boys, again, they're, they're, they're not the most imposing, but they have kind of an old-school mentality. Their coach, um, basically, he's like, going two ways is just, just a matter of life for me. Like, there's no two platoon. Like, it's just what I've always had to do. Uh they're going to be running into what I think might be a buzzsaw with Richmond. Like, Richmond, I really think, only used, like, 20% of their playbook. The only the only two plays I can think of where they changed it up was the fourth and inches pop pass to McKiernan and the, the deep pass. It was, I mean, not that's not even anything crazy. They just ran a pass, and Morgan put it on a dime. I, I, don't, I can't remember who caught it. Maybe Hitzelberger. I know I, I'm probably getting that wrong, so... Spare, spare me, um, but it was a nice throw for Morgan. Yeah, they have to stop uh, Saligan, and let's not forget about Jackson Jones. Like, he's a good running back. It was just, all right, give it to Saligan. He gets outside, boom, gone. And I don't know if he had, if uh, Emily City is going to have the speed, and if they do at the beginning, how is it going to last throughout the game? Yeah. I, I, I just know this. You, the Brady has bought a lot of stock in Richmond. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've seen this football team. It was only the one game, but, but you fell in love with what you saw. The eye test just yeah. told you because, I mean, there's things like it wasn't Clintondale making mistakes. It was they couldn't do anything because Richmond was smothering them offensively and defensively. I think this game will be close at least for a quarter or two. The question is, does Emily City have the guns to stay with them? And then if they do, well, you're playing at home. You're, you're playing on, on grass, which Richmond is now plays on turf, so they don't, they're not on grass that often. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, situation, but I think Richmond is, out of all the games in the BWAC, Richmond might be the biggest favorite going into this week. I don't know if that's a bold statement or not, but you can tell me if I'm off base with that. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I, I just I don't know. Before last week, it would have been Almont Yale. Almont over Yale would have been the biggest favorite, but maybe Yale is shifting me a little bit, and Almont maybe down a bit. But again, the two teams they played says a lot. Yeah, Crosslex North Branch is the other game. You'll be there Friday <laughs> for this one. Uh, I, you're very excited about this. I'm passive aggressive about this. Yes, you are. <laughs> I think this is going to be an emotional game. I think you have two coaches that um, don't like each other. I don't want to say that. They don't like each other. It's okay. They know it. 
They, they're not going to say I it. Don't think, no, I don't think that it's just – They'll shake grow. hands after the game, I, but they like to hate each other, and it's fun. I would say that you have two coaches that have big alpha personalities that like being top dog and being second bugs them. And I can tell you this, finishing second last year bugs LeGrow, and that week one loss bugs LeGrow, and he wants to unload it. Um, I don't think you're going to see any punches uh, spared. In this game, I think it's going to be two teams just going at each other, and what, what? It's it's going to be a, a tiring game, and yeah, it's going to be a brawl, and it's two completely different types of offenses. Like North Branch is going to try to run one play every thirty nine point eight seconds, where Crosslex wants to run a play every point eight seconds. <laughs> And really, it, it that's gonna the defense is gonna be what decides it. If Cross Lex can stop North Branch from having a marching drive, drive after series after series, then yeah, they're gonna have success. If North Branch can flip it real back real quick, like let's say North Branch marches down for a seven minute touchdown drive, gets the, uh, Cross Lex gets the ball three and out, boom, they get the back forty seconds later. Uh oh, that defense hasn't had time to even sit down, let alone catch their breath. This is going to be, uh, again, this is a game where I'm going to be very interested not only to see who wins, but what the final score is. Because that will give me a lot of information, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to imagine Cross-Lex is not feeling happy about that Williamston game. Uh, the, losing by three scores. And after after getting so much hype in the preseason to, to kind of, I don't want to say fall flat, but... Two pick sixes, uh, I think four total turnovers. That's a rough opening game, and you know they're prepared for this. You know, like Williamson, yes, they knew that was a big game, but it was kind of a faceless opponent. This is North Branch, the only team they lost to last year, the team that took the BWAC crown and ended their season last year. They didn't have their quarterback in that game. That's a game that I know has been highlighted, circled with a red marker, and put on the bulletin board since last November. Well, since, yeah, last January when the season ended. But you get my point. Yeah, other than the Country Day game last year in the playoffs, um, North Branch was challenged only twice all season. Well, yeah. The, well, the, the are, first time they beat Crosslex was a close game, uh, and they had the game at Armada yeah. that was a, a slight scare. Uh, but th they ended up winning both of those games. Everybody else, they – just steam. They were a juggernaut. They just were steamrolling everybody else in the BWAC 50 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think something else that you might see play a factor in this is who's going to take less stupid fouls. Because you know, both teams don't like each other. I can tell you that. And who's going to make the first mental mistake and take a dumb penalty in a big situation that costs you a first down that even maybe even a little hidden after a touchdown and now you're kicking off from your own 20 and the other team gets the ball at midfield or better. Those are going to be the little things that make a big difference in this game because, I mean, again, North Branch wants to keep this low scoring. They're not going to win a, a track race with a track meet with, with uh, Cross-Lex. Cross-Lex doesn't want the slug slugfest game. They want to get in space, go, go, go. So it's two very big clash of styles. Dennis, I know you have a lot of strong thoughts on this game, but 
it's going to be interesting. You can save them for the picks if you'd like. But. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I'll just say I think there's four real good games in the BWAC this mm-hmm. week that uh, I'm really going to be interested to see uh, how these four games play out. Um, over in the GTC East, uh, everybody but Ubley will open league play this week. Ubley's got Laker this week, so they came off USA, and they get another tough uh, crossover game with yeah, Elton Pitch in uh, Bayport. But, uh, yeah, Ubley's good. They are. Ubley's good, and Peruski did it last week. Peruski will do it again. Yeah. I mean, Ubley's getting into that category for me until they lose. They're the favorite, and then they're still the favorite because last year they were like one and two and then almost won a state title. Uh, here's here's one where, again, you got a team that lost last week and a team that that had a 22-point shutout victory, and yet you you feel kind of like Harbor Beach is the decided favorite against KPAC. Yeah, maybe it won't be a bl- uh, a blowout as you would think before the season. It was a nice win for KPAC, but I mean, New Haven's lost now what twenty six straight games, and and Harbor yeah. Beach had a wild forty two thirty four game. I think it was with uh, Bad Axe, who we know is a, a solid uh, team. Right now, Brown City, Memphis will play each other uh, as uh, well. Ooh, and KPAC has to go to Harbor Beach. Ooh, that's going to be tough. That's tough. Yeah. Anyway, sorry not so, to cut no, you that's, off. But. No, that's all right. Uh, so, Brown City, Memphis. Uh, Memphis was actually competitive in week one. They had a touchdown uh, loss against uh, – did they play Bentley. Bentley? And Brown City lost to Bendel. Bendel. So, you got that going on. And and then the game that, uh, that we'll put in the picks – so uh, maybe we can hold off deep comment on it. But Sandusky goes to Marlette. Yeah, that's going to be a game to see where both teams are because the week one results, again, kind of just put another question mark up. Sandusky was competitive with a very good Saginaw Nouvelle team, and Marlette had DEFCON 1 Mayday Mayday against Reese. Three defensive touchdowns, giving up six total turnovers, and they still only lost by what, like 20? Yeah, that's a game you lose by 50, Dennis, when you have six turnovers and three go to the house. It was they lost by 16. So they lost by two scores and gave up three touchdowns offensively. And uh, and they did what they said they were going to do. They threw the ball around. Yes. Yes, they did. They, they, they put it up. Uh, Mooney on the road at Rochester Lutheran Northwest. Mooney trying for a two and oh start to their season. I didn't look it up. Uh, I probably should have the last time Mooney started uh, two and zero. It was actually twenty nineteen. Yeah, I didn't think it was that. It was they went far two and zero, lost five straight, then lost their last two. Um, I'll see if they've done it any other time in school history. But it, um, it was a real nice week one win for them on the road at Parkway Christian, and you get through this game, and then they've got some home games coming up. This is a chance for Mooney to make some noise here early in the season and maybe string together a, a nice what, – what will end up being a, a nice season. Well, yeah, by the way, besides 2019, the last time they had done it was 2005. They actually started 5-0. and They beat North Huron and Light and Life Christian. Uh, two schools Taylor, that – Light do, and Life Christian was do, a big rival for them at one that time. That do not play 11-man football anymore. <laughs> one doesn't even play football. Yeah, I was going to say Taylor Light and Life is closed now. Yeah. So, no, you, be, you beat a good, a, a presumably a good Parkway Christian team last week, a team that beat you twice a year ago. Don't blow it by losing to Lutheran Northwest. 
All right, and then just uh, three games uh, in eight-man that we're interested in. Deckerville will hopefully finally get to play. They got a forfeit win last week. Uh, they've got uh, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart on their schedule. Sacred Heart actually, like, put up some big scores last year. They're not going to put up some big scores against Deckerville. Again, I, no. I, I have two rules in life. Always take Marine City. Always <laughs> pick Deckerville. Um, Peck. We'll travel to uh, Caseville and look to get off to a 2-0 uh, They're going to get off to a 2-0. Yeah, I would think so. Like, and Caseville hasn't won a game since 2018. They're on. Yeah. Uh, well, since we like to tabulate losing streaks, uh, going back to 2018, they had lost six. They're on a 19-game losing streak. Uh, and CPS is at New Haven uh, Merritt. Keep an eye on the Tigers. I think you the Tigers are, are going to be are, all right this year. You are big on, on CPS. I think they, this they, is a bounce back year at CPS. They played a lot better. Um, New Haven Merritt, yeah, they're they're not in the same division, but Merritt got beat up by what was it, Kingston? Yeah, King, well, I mean, Kingston's been pretty solid yeah. the last few years. That that is a game that, yeah, maybe maybe see it should be competitive to say the least. I don't think one team's going to blow out the other. No, I, I'm, I'm if if they were in our picks, I think that would be my my pick my, to get away from the rest of the pack, and I would take CPS this really? week. Really, I think so. All right. I'm just, just saying. Speaking of picks, those will be coming up next. With the one, the only, Lance Campbell. Oh, you're going to be fainting in here. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. You oh, know yeah. it. You know it. Sorry. Since you've met Lance Campbell and talked basketball with him, got a little bit of a man crush. It's okay. No. Oh, he's just won like every game he's coached <laughs> since we started this besides one. <laughs> I like teasing Brady. <laughs> anyway. We'll be back with Lance in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our gift. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. We're joined by Lance Campbell. It's week two. Dennis, I have one game lead in the picks. I'm excited. Let's not waste any time. Week two of the picks are here. Benetti got two out to the left, one to his right. He's going to hand it off to Salgan. Salgan cuts it back. Oh, he's got room to run. Denny Salgan at midfield to the 45, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Can he get there? He does. Touchdown, Richmond. Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Kerrigan in motion. Bloink setting up the screen. Steinhauer at the 40. 45, 50 into Viking territory. 45, breaks the tackle, 40. Steinhauer to the 30. It's a foot race. 20, 15, 10, 5. Steinhauer into the end zone. Touchdown, PHN. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. It's announcement present for the Thor. Announcement what? Announcement present for the Thor. It's a man in motion. That's Wyatt Walker. Takes the snap. It's going to be a pass. Sitting back in the pocket. Hessup. Plenty of time. Going to dump it off to Walker. Walker at the 10 to the 5 to the corner of the end zone. And he gets in. Touchdown, Marine City. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party. 
Yeah, Dennis. None of them went to Bo Callahan's birthday party. Yeah. God, draft What a it. dumb movie. Anyway, we are joined by Lance Campbell. Lance looking to replicate some success that Bill Warren had. Me and him tied at 7-3 and three Is that last proper English? Week. Me and him? Him and I tied. Whatever. <laughs> I can't hear you down there at six and four. Oh, uh, here he goes. Currently in Still last Still all place. time I have like a four-game lead. Who cares? Anyway, Lance, welcome in. Thank you for coming in. It's uh, it's going to get hostile in here. Well, I appreciate you having me. should be fun. Yeah, the calming presence in this tornado of a segment. All right, let's start as we always do, up in the thumb. Sandusky travels to take on Marlette. Both teams coming off losses. Sandusky a close loss against Saginaw Nouvelle. Marlette had May Day DEFCON 1. They had six turnovers. Three went back to the house against Reese. Let's start off with our guest Lance Campbell. Who wins this game? I think Sandusky. Uh, I think they're going to grind it out. And Marlette looks like they like to air it out. Uh, Sandusky's had great success recently. I'll take Sandusky. Over to Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, uh, all-time 43 wins for Sandusky, 24 for Marlette. Uh, eight and two in the last 10 meetings, six straight Sandusky wins. Marlette will have to beat them before I'll pick them, so I'm going Sandusky. I think this game will be closer than you think it might be. Uh, if Marlette's air attack can get going, and I hopefully they worked out all the kinks, it might be closer, but even at Marlette, I think Sandusky wins a game that might be a little closer than you expect but Sandusky still pulls it out. All right, let's go over to the BWAC where Almont travels to Yale Park. The 0-1 Raiders take on the 1-0 Yale Bulldogs. Dennis Stuckey, who wins this game in Yale Park? Uh, I think this is actually going to be a really good uh, football game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to take Almont. I just feel like uh, the, the, you know they went down, played Monroe, St. Mary's, uh, and lost, but we talked about it in an earlier segment, what that program does, mm -hmm. and, and had Elmont gone over to Annapolis, they win that game just like Yale did. I, I'm going to give Elmont uh, the, uh, the edge here. All right, you look at this game, and I think this has all the makings for a B-wacky upset. Elmont loses week one. They have to go on the road and play in a place where no one likes to play in Yale Park. Yale's feeling good after an opening week. Almont maybe resting back thinking Yale's their easy bounce back week. I don't think so. Give me Yale in an upset that, you know, once a week it seems like it happens in the BWAC. Bulldogs move to 2-0. I don't know that it would be an upset. Let's go over to Lance Campbell, see what he thinks. I'm going to take Yale as well. Uh, Garrett was in last Friday after his big win on Thursday. Came in to get a haircut with his boys, and you can just see the energy and excitement. Uh, that's the first win they've had in quite a while. So for him to get a win in week one, I think the kids are going to be confident. And uh, maybe it would be a different story later in the year, but I like Yale at Yale. I love it. All right, let's go Armada at Algonac. Armada pounds the rock. They just ran all over Clawson. Algonac, an opening week one win on the road at Warren Lincoln. I'll get us started in this game in the swamp. Again, I think this will be closer than you think. I just don't think Algonac is going to have the guns. They'll get worn down by Armada's running game. They will ground and pound and eventually just wear out the Muscats. Give me Armada by a couple touchdowns. 
over to Lance Campbell. I agree with everything you said, Brady. I think they're just going to be bigger, fit more physical, and the ground game is going to wear out Algonac. It might stay close for a half. Uh, Armada rolls in the second half. Love the analysis. Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, I like Armada in this one, too. I've seen them. I haven't seen Algonac. I know what Armada can do, and they do it really well. Let's jump out of the BWAC just for a moment to go to the MAC, uh, a game that is going to be very telling. Lakeshore travels up I-94 to go to St. Clair to take on the 0-1 Saints. Lakeshore is coming off a win. St. Clair, a tough loss again. How much was it Marine City's really good? How much did St. Clair struggled? Lance Campbell, who wins this game? I think I'm going to be maybe the only one that, that takes Lakeshore. I think Lakeshore is going to win. Uh, that first loss for St. Clair after going 1-6 and six last year and kind of getting beat up by your rival week one. I don't know uh, what kind of energy or what kind of effort they'll bring. Hopefully it's a great game, but I'll take Lakeshore. Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, I've been going back. This is my game that I can't make up my mind on. Uh, this is the one that's killing me. And I knew Brady would listen to my pick first before deciding do you want me on to make, his. Do you want me to make my pick? But, um, I'll make it right now. I'm, I'm, I'm flipping back and forth. I've got Lakeshore circled. I'm going to stay with Lakeshore. All right. I guess I'll be the lone detractor. I'll take the Saints, and it's more of a challenge to St. Clair. I, I think they have the guns to win this game. I think that uh, Marine City makes a lot of good teams look a lot worse than they actually are. And maybe it's more me hoping that they win because if they lose this one, they have 0-3 staring them right in the face. Give me St. Clair. It might not be pretty, but the Saints are going to take this one at home. Staying in the East China School District, the Marine City Mariners travel down to Southlake. Southlake played 48 minutes of scoreless football in week one against Lutheran North. Dennis, Marine City going to slip up or... Or, or is this just a, a Mariner role? No, I, I think Marine City wins this uh, football game. Um, and, I, I, you know, uh, Southlake played great defense last week, but they weren't playing the Mariners. Yeah. No, it, I think this is a slam dunk. Uh, Marine City over Southlake. I mean, this is as easy as a pick I think you'll get this week. Lance, are you going to are you gonna be the lone detractor? No, I'm going to agree with both of you. Marine City running clock for the third quarter. Uh, a lot of kids that Love don't it. see time probably get some time in that game. Beautiful. All right, center line travels up to Marysville to play at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. The Panthers coming off a 13-12 win over Detroit Voyager. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um... The Marysville struggled as much as they could in week one, a 35-0 loss to Port here on Northern. I'll get us started. I think Marysville wins this game. Unlike St. Clair, where Lakeshore usually has, they'll win some games, uh, center lines in the bronze. If Marysville wants to even think about the playoffs, they need to win this game. Backs up against the wall. Vikings bounce back. They win by 20-plus. Over to Lance Campbell. I agree. I think uh, Marysville bounces back after a tough week one and uh, beats up on a center line team and and continues to perform well. And I, I think they could be a team that could be really good at the end of the year. Uh, Marysville yeah. has to win this game. Mm -hmm. Just flat out, plain and simple. I think they were embarrassed in week one. I think they'll be better in week two. They have to win. I'm going with the Vikings. 
Beautiful. All right, back to the BWAC, a game that will be on our airwaves on Thursday night. Pre-game starts at 640. I will be on the call. The Richmond Blue Devils travel to Emlay City to take on the Spartans in Pickle Land. Lance Campbell, get us started with this game. Richmond on the road or Emlay City at home? Richmond. Sounds like from what I've listened to your guys' podcast over the last, last week or whatever, uh, they're going to be a team that might sneak up on some people in the BWAC. I don't think they were talked about enough, and sounds like they had a really, really fun running back to watch, and uh, I expect them to win pretty easily. Dennis Stuckey. Well, unless you've been flat out lying to me to set me up, <laughs> Richmond will win this football game. That's my pick. I have not been lying to you. I think Emily City has a few nice players, but it takes more than a few nice players. Emily City doesn't have enough depth. It might be close for a quarter or two. I don't think the Spartans will be embarrassed on their home field, but I just think Richmond is quintessential Blue Devil football. I think they take this uh, considerably in the fourth quarter. All right, Dennis, now on to the game that you have Friday evening. Maybe one of the toughest ones to pick this week. Warren Woods Tower coming off a, a very similar loss to what Port here on High had uh, against Zeeland East. Travels to Memorial Stadium, and I believe um, I saw this in the break. It's the Detroit Lions game of the week, whatever that means. Uh, that puts a curse on things. <laughs> um. So who do you got? you have Warren Woods Tower, or do the Big Reds start their winning ways in week two? Who shows up, the first half Big Reds or the second half Big Reds? I'm betting on the first half Big Reds. Portier and High is going to win this game. Okay, uh, if I say this enough times, I'm going to be right. I think Amari Holler is going to get into a shootout. I think this is going to be two high-powered offenses that keep going back and forth. It might be whatever defense gets that extra stop or whatever defense gets that turnover. Maybe a special team score makes the difference. Give me PH in a game that in the range of like 41-37. It's going to be a fun game for you. Lance, who wins this game at Memorial? I think the Big Reds win. Uh, they bounce back. Like you said, both teams played a tough first game, but uh, Port Huron at home, get a W. All right. No offense to our Northern friends, but I don't think we're spending a lot of time on this one. East Point, that just got throttled by River Rouge. Granted, a lot of teams get throttled by River Rouge. Uh, the Shamrocks come up to play Port Huron Northern. Northern wins. Unless they just completely fall flat on their face, Northern wins this game. Lance? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this would have been a better game if the kid that's committed to Michigan would have stayed at East Point. Tayshawn Trent saw him yeah. put up 30 points on the Huskies in yeah, basketball. I'm, I'm so disappointed because the night I saw East Point play basketball last year, they were brutal. <laughs> they took the night off. They won the game, but it was just awful, and I was so disappointed because I thought I was going to see some good basketball and so that makes me bitter. Uh, anyways, Northern's defense is amazing, and they're going to beat East Point yeah, and not give up any points. Yeah, I don't think we'll be wrong about Northern this week. And now on to our final game, the main event of this. Uh, the two first and second place teams in the BWAC a year ago. The North Branch Broncos travel east to take on Croswell, Lexington, and the 0-1 Pioneers. Broncos, a big win over Redford Thurston, 42-0 on their home field. Now going to have to take on the Pioneers in hostile territory. Lance, I think I know what you're going to say, but get us started. It's going to be a fun game. I think this is what Friday night football is all about. You know, Friday night lights, a great crowd, good 
I mean, it's going to be in the upper 60s. You don't have to deal with any weather. Uh, Towns and Slanik, Espinosa, Sol, um, and Kirk Wilson. I hope they all survive this game because they're going to play basketball for me. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a really physical game, and all five of those kids we just talked about that are dual sports kids are, are going to play a part in this W. Um, I think it's going to be a great, great game. Croslex led by Townsend. Slanik duo late, get a touchdown. All right. Win, win a close one. All right, Dennis Stuckey. I know you've been waiting for this one since the summer. This game is, uh, yeah, th this is fun, and this is going to tell us a whole lot about both of these uh, football uh, teams. Uh, I've been Croslex all summer. I'm going to stick with Croslex uh, here, stick to my, my guns. Um, I, I know that, that Furman probably doesn't like me by now, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I st yes, he's – maybe the best coach in the area, uh, and he's got a great program there, but he, he's going to have to win this game to get me on the Bronco bandwagon for this season full tilt. I'm going with the Pioneers. All right, you look at this game, by the way. this uh, Your East Point game will be on Friday on GetStuckOnSports.com, 640 pregame. I will be on the call for North Branch at Crosslex 640 pregame on stream to, listen, North Branch is going to play with a ton of confidence. You know how that program is run. It's institutionalized. It's only took them a few years, but they run that like a well-oiled machine. Uh, Croslex, co complete opposite style offense. They want to run as many plays as possible. Have one of the most dynamic players in the area in the uh, under center. North Branch wants to keep this game low scoring, and I think they they'll be able to hold on. They'll definitely win the time of possession. I just think Croslex is going to be too motivated at home. They're not going to allow a second straight home loss to start the season. Uh, yeah, it's going to – I don't know if that stadium can hold the personalities of Furman and LeGros. I, I love it. It's going to be a great game, like you said, Lance. It's what Friday nights are for. Pioneers win this one. They, they score a touchdown late to put it out of reach for the Broncos. So that's it for the picks. Uh, Lance, thank you for joining us. This was a lot of fun. And a, an interesting slate of games, to say the least. Yes, it is. It's uh, it, it's just good to have high school basketball or football. I'm sorry, I'm going a little ahead of myself. <laughs> That's all right. We I'm know little, where you stand. Yeah, I'm a little anxious, <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited to watch Croslex and not just Croslex this year. I'm just happy that the kids are able to play in front of packed houses and and kind of go back to what it was pre-COVID. And you get all those memories and the band and homecoming and all that sort of stuff so uh it's it's exciting to have football not just football but all sports and and grandparents and friends and everybody else can get in the stands that may not have watched it last year all right i have to say uh, in eight games we agreed yep the uh, two games that uh, were off on i disagreed with you guys on yale uh, and Brady disagreed with Lance and I on St. Clair. And if Emily City wins and I get another one of their games wrong, I'm not, I'm taking them off the picks. We'll pick we'll pick uh, Bishop Sycamore games from now on. We're not we're not doing we, Emily we City. We will continue the uh, Emily City. I uh, legitimately Spartans I think I'm like on the picks three and six. As long all as time they're a member of the BWAC. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I just can't. I can't get them right. But at least we're all agreeing. So if I'm wrong, we all go down together this time. Uh, Dennis, anything else to round out the podcast? Is another fun episode, and uh, yeah, we'll have our um, we will have our reactions Thursday night into Friday morning. Yes. 
So we'll release the podcast on Friday, talking about all the games on uh, Thursday, uh, and, and then we'll just we'll have to wait until Monday to find out what happens on Friday. Oh yeah, unless you want to listen well, actually, live to actually, what's happening. Tuesday, because next week we switch back to Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Oh, you're going to do that to me then? Yes. So okay. I'm going to have to write that down on a calendar somewhere <laughs> so that I can ignore it later and show up on Monday going, where is everybody? So, <laughs> everybody <laughs> me. All right. Anything else before we send it home? Just want to thank Lance for uh, coming out and an early uh, good luck for uh, the upcoming basketball season. Appreciate that. And thank you guys for everything you do, not just for Croslux. Uh, obviously affiliate it with them but uh enjoy listening to all your calls on all the local games and last year without being able to attend a lot of them uh that's how, you, how a lot of local people were able to keep in touch with with different teams and you guys do a great job and uh hope you continue to do great things this year and and uh we're excited well appreciate that and if you're ever in croswell Get, get a hold of Lance, get your hair cut. Yeah. Does a fantastic job. Slide, slide him the $50 bill. I'm, I'm a little short this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you got you, you have a lot of hair that needs to be cut. But All right, we've rambled on long enough. Uh, where are you at uh, this week? And uh, Dennis, just to let him know one more time. Thursday, Memorial Stadium for the uh, Portier and High Warnwoods Tower game. And then Friday, I go right back to Memorial Stadium for Northern and East Point. 640 both nights. Thursday, I travel out west. I have MLA City playing Richmond, 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. And then Friday, uh, I'm where everyone else is going to be at Cross Lex North Branch taking on the Pioneers, 6.40 pregame, uh, 7 o'clock kickoff. That'll be a that'll be a dogfight. Originally, that was my game, Lance and Brady just, I want to do that game. So I had to give in to him. I'm just not going to respond. You so, can send it home. <laughs> So, sometimes, sometimes it's not worth the fight in the checkout line. You just because you know because you know it's not what happened. Stop whining. You know it's not what happened. It was exactly. What I happened. offered you that game. He, he offered me. He offered me nothing. He said, "I wanted to do that game." And well, that's he got all, all pouty faced and just like, "Okay, we're not going to have this. I'll, I'll go do something else." All right, we'll see you in the early <laughs> hours of Friday morning on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.